What up, everybody? Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to Learning Things with Kyle and Phil. I'm Phil. I'm Kyle. You know this. Right? And uh, we got a very, very special episode for you today. Uh, this episode, actually, uh, our one of our uh, early guests is going to be my good friend, uh, Tom Delgado. He is a comedian and YouTuber. Uh, you should look him up. His uh, YouTube channel is Tom D NYC. He is a certified New York City tour guide. So what he does is he actually does virtual tours on YouTube and even gets interviewed. So it's kind of like a YouTube travel show. Really cool stuff. Really fun. And I'm his camera guy. So uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun adventures. And we, yeah. me and Kyle talked to him. Uh, what did you kind of learn about Tom? Super fucking fun show, man. Tom is such a good guy. He reminds me so much of my friend Michael Ford. Shout out to Michael Ford. Hello, my friend. I hope you're watching this. Shout out to Michael Ford. Um... Tom is just so funny, has such a cool background, Nicaraguan. Uh, I loved his answers uh, at the end of the podcast. You know, I asked him some questions about, you know, what was it like? What, what did he like to pack in his lunch? No, sorry, not him, but what did he get packed in his lunch for school? Um, and what he'd like to do at recess with a ton of fun questions. But um, super cool guy, so creative, so funny. I couldn't help but laugh this entire fucking episode. Um Works as a tour guide. I love I love the little fact that he dropped about the Titanic. You know, yeah, pulling, pulling yeah, up yeah. at Chelsea Piers over there. There's a lot of little uh, uh, kind of New York history kind of gems that he kind of uh, will drop in this, and he also just gives his opinions about New York and the city as it is. Uh, he's lived in New York City for about 12 years. Yeah. I've lived in New York City for about 11 years. I've known Tom since I moved here, so it was very nice to kind of talk to him in this way and like really get to know him in this. Kind of different setting yeah you know and uh yeah he really cares he really cares about the city so we spent a lot of time talking about kind of community leadership and what it means to be a part of new york yeah 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 um, yeah. yeah and it's, it's it's so cool because you know i was able to meet him actually you know three years ago or so um, yeah no, that was two years ago. About it was, it was, it was, it was probably two years, probably maybe a little be- bit more than two years ago. Maybe the beginning of 2019 or something yes, like yeah, that, yeah, something yeah. around there. But he was like hosting. December 2019. He was, yeah, he was hosting that show. Yeah. Um, uh, My show, uh, the halftime show, uh, where I did uh, uh, an hour, a half hour of stand up uh, for four straight days. That was a good time, man. Right. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to good. Dan Wicks, Jason Planitzer. Uh, Rafat Agayev, ah. uh, and who's a fucking hilarious. I love Rafat. Rafat was great. His his clips on Instagram and YouTube are fucking hilarious. Oh, his stuff is great. Follow him. He's awesome. Yeah, please follow Rafat. I think it's Rafat Camp. I think. Yeah, it is. It's on, Rafat Camp. On Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great dude. Uh, but I guess it's time to start class. Yeah, let's totally. Let's get into it. Well, sorry. Before we get into that, hold on, let's, uh, before we get into that, I, I got a couple. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to thank a please, couple of our sponsors. Please tell us about our new yeah. sponsors here. This, this is new. This is new, guys. Yeah, it's a new segment. <laughs> <laughs> we got some new sponsors. So first, I want to shout out. Well, I want to give a, our, our sponsor love to uh, Coco Jordana. She is a friend of mine uh, and just an amazing actress, creative. She is uh, an amazing photographer here in New York City. If you need your headshots done, if you need portraits, if you need wedding photos, if you need fashion editorial photos for a book that you're building as a model or just on your own, please, please, please go and see Coco Jordana. Uh, her website is cocojordanaphotography.com. That is C O C O J O U R D A N A. 
photography.com and uh, during this time that she's going to be sponsoring that she's going to be running a 20% off discount code uh, if you tell ah. her that yes through, go, through the learning things through learning things podcast that's uh, a real fucking sponsor how about that guys? exactly exactly it's the only co- the second episode the, yeah right exactly the promo the, code <laughs> the code at her uh, website is learn all capitalized 20 and you will get 20% off of her packages she's actually going to be shooting us uh, this week or next we're going to be doing our own headshots. We're yeah. also going to be doing a couple um, promotional photos and also kind of just team kind of duo photos together. Yeah, it's going to be great. I need new headshots. Right. You know? yeah, uh, and she's she's and she took my last headshots and they fucking turned out amazing. Well, you did my last headshots and they turned out great, too. Oh, that's a fact. You know, yeah. but it's, ni- it's nice to have a variety of different stuff, you know, right. throughout the ages, you know. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't yeah, wait. it's going to be a ton of fun. You can follow her on Instagram at Coco, C-O-C-O, Jordana, J-O-U-R-D-A-N-A. And I also want to give a lovely shout-out and sponsorship. Again, ring, ding, 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 our second sponsor of the day. Good luck, dry cleaners. There we go. Phil Reese, the owner. I love you, my friend. Um, I, good luck, dry cleaners has been such an amazing... Um, community for me to be a part of i was lucky enough to meet phil and good luck dry cleaners and my friend caviar coleman an amazing painter and artist here in new york city uh good luck dry cleaners started in williamsburg um under the operation called good luck and they actually had taken over an old dry cleaning spot oh um right and they turned it into a two-story speakeasy art gallery cultural hub for creatives and it just turned into a fucking amazing amazing project that is still running today um phil used to work in uh, like pr and marketing with all kinds of amazing amazing very successful people and they just have an incredible resume their art is absolutely incredible jeremy penn is also one of the um uh, the head, the head guys with with Phil, and they make great T-shirts. I mean, I'm right. rocking one right now. And Phil know? is and, rocking uh, the. Yeah. They have a face mask, uh, like kind of scarf thing, right? Which is cool because I'm one of those people who is for somehow even over a whole entire year is still used to the regular world. So I often walk outside of the house without my mask and I have to right. turn back <laughs> around. I like that it's just kind of casually around my neck. And I can just choose whether or not to, you know, wear it. I can pull it up or pull it down. Yeah. It's nice. Very convenient. Yeah. They, they make fucking amazing merch. They've yeah. thrown amazing parties. Great stuff, guys. Saks Fifth Avenue. Also, Ed Hardy. Also, shout out. You know, I, I, I just got to support another Phil, too. So, <laughs> so, shout out from Phil to Phil. You're doing great work oh out here. Oh, my God. Amazing. Know? Yeah. And the cool thing about these, these scarves is that they actually do have a little slot uh, on the inside for... Yes. An actual filter. It does so. have a filter. Yeah. It does have a filter. Make that very clear. Uh, yep. It's great. It's fashionable. It's safe. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they do yep. amazing stuff. Thank yeah, you so, so much. Head over to their website. Check out some of their stuff. If you're interested in art, if you are interested in grabbing some cool merch, I was wearing the New York Hates You um, uh, t-shirt earlier today with Alec, which was absolutely incredible. Um, love that shirt. They have just tons of cool shit you can buy. Their website is goodluckdrycleaners.com. Uh, you can also find them on Instagram. 
<coughs> excuse me, at Good Luck Dry Cleaners. Good Luck Dry Cleaners. All right. Go give them some love. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for your love. And uh, yeah. uh, we look con- uh, forward to continuing this journey with you guys. Um, Let's start the show. Let's start the show. All right. See you guys. Cool. That's a great mask. It says New York hates you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so actually funny. glad you're calling that out. Thank you. That's funny. I already mentioned this in our last in the last show with Alec, but uh, New York hates you is a uh, design and logo that my friend Phil Reese came up with. He runs a um, uh, an art gallery. Mm. Um, not your typical art gallery. Uh, they're fucking dope. They throw sick parties. Um, a lot of their stuff's online right now um, while they get a new space, but Phil is sponsoring us. Um, we're going to go and do a podcast there at some no point way. as well. Cool. Wait, um, where is this place? Well, they've had a couple different places. They were oh, down okay. on Rivington in the Lower East Side one time. That's the thing. They can bounce from place uh, to place. So he designed place. that. He designed that. He designed yeah. that, yeah. And, uh, New York hates you, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, with the upside down heart. That's funny. <laughs> he took out my uh, hoodie too. He yeah. Shirt. Oh, cool. Good luck, dry cleaners. Well, good luck, dry cleaners. Yep. That'd be cool. Good luck, dry cleaners. That's the actual dry cleaners. Uh, no, no, no. It's just the it's just a random uh, clothing brand name. Oh, okay. that's where they that's where they got their name. Okay. Yeah, that's um, funny. I actually have to I ask. Can feel him. you rolling your eyes. No, yeah. no, I, I no, I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's funny because I know the New York hates you is funny to me because there's actually a there's if you go to like the tourist stores, the tourist yeah. shops, yeah, yeah. they have ones now that say New York loves you. Really? And I, yeah, and I think that's the stupidest shit on the uh, planet. Yeah, we don't love anybody. New York doesn't fucking need anybody. Yeah, that's, what yeah. makes, that's what makes it interesting. You can come or go. We don't yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. could you fucking fall for that? Like, <laughs> well, it <laughs> makes the tourists feel comfortable. I know, but that's why. That's my point. Like, it's the it's the cheapest, like, attempt at just getting these soft people. See, to this be like, is what yeah. I love. I, I, the people I can't that wait <laughs> for, like, angry Tom to come <laughs> out. The people, that own the, hey, the people that own those fucking Everyone's stores that are selling that shit are, probably aren't even from New York in the first place. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, it's absolutely true. Yeah, like, real New Yorkers aren't buying that shit. No, come on. No, hell no. You know, it's just no, some no, some no. kid from like I don't know, fucking like Utah or some shit. You know, but, that, but that's uh, kind of like I think it's like I think it's interesting. Trip. Is that that whole like that whole like mentality of towards towards what it is to be in New York and all that has changed over the last like fifteen years because yeah. it's become quote gentrified or quote like well, the bar suburbanized. Keeps getting lowered and lowered. Yeah, well, like time. you look at like Taylor Swift was made the fucking like ambassador for like the city, <laughs> and she when she had lived here for like two years. Are you serious? Yeah, like that's the ambassador like, of like culture, tourism, or that's whatever. That's fucking ridiculous. You were, I mean, you remember she was she had that song, "Welcome to New York." You remember that song? Hell no. No. I don't either, but it was like. <laughs> I don't get it. I totally don't either, but. Uh. No, no. It, it, <laughs> but I know this one. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, just, yeah. I, I swear. Yeah, I just know this one. I swear <laughs> to God. You know that third verse? You know? No. Yeah. It's a terrible. It's a just like brutally bad song. But in the song, she says, uh, she says, "Welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you." That's the that's the chorus. Really. She and it's funny. And it's funny to me because like New York isn't been waiting for you. Yeah, isn't she waiting. did that for the New York tourism. Fucking. No, exactly. <laughs> it was so corny though. It was yeah. so corny. It's like a, such a sad like a sad like decline from fucking Jay Z. A sad decline of from course. like everything else. You know, a sad decline from like Sinatra or whatever. Everything to that. It goes to that. You know? No, it's it's so fucking lame. Um, yeah. Fuck Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> And let's do. And if you're down with Taylor Swift, fuck you too. Exactly. And let's do an official introduction. Uh, 
We w- welcome to learning things with Kyle oh, and, and Phil. Phil. Uh, I'm Phil, and I'm Kyle. There we go. And we have our amazing guest today, Mr. Tomas Delgado. Thank you so much. Tom Delgado's fine. How are you doing? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank yeah. you so much. So well, much more official with that t- the, the Thomas, though. Yeah, yeah. man. It sounds so great. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. Know, it makes you want to roll like the, you know, the, the D a lot. Like, sure. Delgado. You know? I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Why. That's not where I you would roll, roll anything. But, <laughs> you get? That's not, that's not really that's not really where yeah <laughs> that's not how the rolling of no? the R. No, no that's not they gotta have an r in there somewhere okay there. got you two got r's you. actually it was close no problem <laughs> is, is your is, is um like what's your family background nicaraguan, like, nicaraguan. Yeah, yeah, yeah first generation oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 tom he's Shit. from uh you're from tampa i grew florida. up in florida i grew up in tampa florida home I, of the nicaraguans there actually are a lot of Nicaraguans there, man. That's Florida, really funny. Florida and California are like the two big hotspots for Nicaraguans. Well, Florida, I can really? easily yeah. see, but Tampa specifically, it makes it hard for me to imagine that there's a lot of Nicaraguans. I mean, I don't know, I man. see lap- wraparound Oakleys and, yes. you know? high, high, high fives to Hogan's Beach. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I've never even never heard been of there. Never been there. <laughs> I but I, I will say, like, uh, are you talking yeah, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, Hulk Hogan's bar in the uh, beach oh, yeah. side. Hulk Hogan's a proud, the proud native son. See, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. the home of Hulk Hogan. Hey, but you know what? But, <laughs> you know, but that's you a, come from the. You have so much culture, and you like you care about things, and you're like really into like art and shit. But yeah, but that's but that's I think the funny thing about Tampa. <laughs> it's like the hometown of Hulk But that's Hogan. what makes Florida so crazy is that it's not just like it's not just white trash. Yeah, it's like you got Latinos, you got you know. You got everything. You got black yeah. people, Latinos. You got everything just all over. And yeah. then you just mix and they all bash together all the time. And it just creates <laughs> yeah. chaos. It's great. <laughs> it's just complete. Florida's, Florida's like that chaos. That's what makes it so. That's why people look at it so strangely. That's you know? so funny. Is that why you kind of like came up here? You know? I came up here because I, I just didn't want to go back to Florida, to be honest. I, say, okay. I, I didn't like I was never like my dream or anything to live in New York. But yeah. I had a lot of friends in law school yeah. who were who were coming back here because they were from here. Because mm-hmm. the, the school I went to had a bunch of people from up here. Mm-hmm. And so when I graduated, I was like, oh, I guess I'll take the bar in New York with you guys. Because yeah. I don't have to go back to Florida. Okay, that's awesome. Pretty so, simple. Mm. So, guys, a little bit of a background yeah. on Tom. Uh, Tom is a good comedian friend of mine. I've known him for about like eight, maybe even ten years. I don't yeah, fucking it's know. It's been a long time. Too long. Too long for both of us, honestly. Too long. <laughs> it's getting too long. Yeah. Uh, we've known each other forever. Uh, he, he's like a, his toe. Like his toe. Yeah, like my toe. <laughs> Yeah, that's an inside like joke. All the viewers are gonna get oh, all that if Phil Rizzo toe if you, humor. If you subscribe to the Patreon, you get a view. Yeah, of his toe. you get to see my toe, dude. <laughs> his long ass, his long ass big toe. Hashtag give me the toe. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna put that on Free every the toe, single give one. Me the toe. Free the toe. Uh, Free the toe. <laughs> but the way me and Tom know each other, we know each other through stand-up comedy and stuff. And I'm actually the uh, cameraman on his YouTube series. What a town! Well, it's not really called What a Town calling? anymore. It's I just I think it's just the YouTube channel. That's like, see, that's why yeah, I was yeah. wondering about that. I mean, I, I made like, the like the idea. I, the idea was to start with this like pilot. I used to have like a pilot of different shows. Yeah. Here, and I, the idea was What a Town would be the name of it. But since then, I've stopped using it. That, gotcha. that was like a year like, and a half ago. I was last time I used it. You're just like done with I'm it. I'm just like screw it. I'm just gonna build the following and and build the thing and just keep making the show and I don't know and see what happens with it without yeah, the yeah. title. <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. I just make the tours, I guess, and walk around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. And yeah, that's how we know each other. Yeah, and it's been it like a long time. What we've been shooting together for about what, like, uh, 
Almost uh, two years? Am I crazy? Uh, I don't know, man. It's probably that. Probably about like a year and a half know? at least. Like a year and a half. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely been over a year. It's been a bit. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's been a while. I think even like, I, I, shit, maybe a little bit longer because I feel like I was, you know, helping you do stuff even when I was living in Crown Heights, but you didn't used to do videos as frequently as you do now. Right. You I think know? a big I think it all, a lot of it changed with the pandemic. Like I just yeah. I just started doing more during the pandemic because uh, I didn't have shit else to do. <laughs> you know, just sitting at home. So I was like, all right, well, uh, so, you know, go outside. It wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really around too many people yeah. and started doing them, trying to do them one, once a week. And they've gotten a little more complicated lately with interviews and stuff. So course, they're like yeah. once every 10 days. But yeah. That's so That's great, it. though. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, you know, it's grown a little bit. Uh, you know, it's interesting how you put you put energy and effort into something and it grows. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there's a lesson to be learned there. Yeah. But yeah, how has it yeah. like been like uh, putting you know more and more shit out there? You know? I don't know. It's been good, man. It's been good. It's nice to like make money off of ads. You know, patrons and Patreon. You grow a little community and people support you and enjoy your stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is great. So you just keep doing it and, uh, you know, you make a living off it eventually, which is nice and making a living off of it, which is cool. And, you know, now you have something to look at that you're like, I need to grow this. This yes. is what I need to grow. Here it is in my hand. I have it. It's not yeah. just flailing wildly, like doing this Rain and that. And the other. Yeah. And so it's nice to have that right. feeling where it's something that's actually paying you and paying your bills a little Hell bit. Yeah. So that's yeah. nice. I think that applies to everything besides photography and acting <laughs> well that's the thing like that's the thing with acting acting is like you're just constantly like just auditioning around. It's, br it's brutal it's it's absolutely brutal it's absolutely brutal and i think it's you guys horrible. are doing the right thing by starting the podcast and yeah. Yeah. because you you create something you know and acting you're crossing your fingers that some script comes along and you get the role to something that you hopefully yeah. like Right. Yes, but you may yeah, not totally. like it. You may be like, this is trash, but it's paying my bills. You know, and it's like, totally. that sucks. What a what an awful like situation to be in. Exactly. Well, most art is exactly. just nothing but flailing around, you know, yeah. which I, that's why I think it's so great now. With, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hold on one second. Hey, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Peter? What's up, guys? Uh, you might see this is our uh, friend Peter, one of my uh, roommates, hanging out in here. We got Radio audience podcast. here. What's yeah, up, we dude? got a little audience. Okay, we got a little live audience. You know, hell yeah, right? We're blowing up out okay, here. Okay, now sit down and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What were, what were we talking about, though? We were talking about uh, the, the channel. Oh, and we were saying how uh, I was saying what I like with the Internet. Now, everything's kind of what do you more. like about the Internet? Well, <laughs> fuck you. No, okay. You know what? This internet Everything. thing's got a lot of promise. It's pretty cool. Keep your eyes you know, on this internet thing. I know thing. you guys think it's a little fishy, but I swear to God, in a yeah. couple of years, dude. Everyone's going to be talking dude, about this internet thing. Believe this me. This company called Apple. Great stuff. Great <laughs> yeah. stuff. Get in on the ground floor, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> no, but sorry. I cut you off. That was no, rude. No, no, no. I just like how, you know, it's been like, you know, it decentralizes a lot of shit. Like, I talk Tom's fucking ear off about <laughs> NFTs and all that shit. There and we this go. This motherfucker Peter who just sat in right now, he's the one who fucking taught me about that shit and I've been oh. just preaching the gospel. He's been spreading that shit. I'm not, not so, We talked about it. We talked about it in our first episode. Dude, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Invest in NFTs, that's what you're saying. You're yeah, saying, okay. like, you know, and it's not even just that, but it's it's, you know, what all that stuff symbolizes, the fact that like like you you know, we've talked about it before. Like you don't have to answer to anybody else yeah. but yourself now. And literally, like, if people aren't watching your stuff, then that's more on you. And yeah. you have to decide to adjust. Right. 
to it or and, and know, I think even more importantly what you have yeah I think even more importantly I think even beyond that like you can make a channel or make content or make I hate the word content sorry you can make videos or I, I know, really so dismiss I hate that word I, I hate it it's so sad to yeah. use and, yeah. and hear because it's it just that's a whole another it thing. It devalues art. It devalues art, and it, it also does. just it basically and is like it, it's just taking any veil off of anything that's uh, that's created and just saying this is filler. Yes. And put ads on it. Yeah. Well, I'm just yeah, I'm yeah. just making this thing so you can put ads, ads on, on it, and it's yeah. just content. It's something to yeah. fill and, and and fill a container. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's also so lame. I think it. I also I think hate it materializes your creativity in the wrong way because it literally like you're. The reason people create content is to create revenue or following. Yes. Like straight up. You know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah. It's not to make. It's not to add anything of value. It's just to create a, to, to make to get up to get eyeballs and to yes. make money. So it's, it's content for that reason. And that's I it. also Sucks. feel like, too, it can discourage like true creatives because a lot of times like, you know, uh, before I started doing the podcast and all this different stuff that we've been working on together and everything like I was so disillusioned by all that stuff with Instagram and everything because. I didn't know how to make like a 30 second video that's right. like hilarious that like 30,000 people would watch. Right. You know, and it, uh, you know, but I like movies right. and I do know how to write. And I was like losing my mind. Like, and there was a part of me that just wanted to give up. And I thought about how many other people probably did just give up. Of course. And how many yeah. Scorsese's will never be seen. Right. Well, know, just because yeah. they don't care about themselves. I think what's going to end up happening though is, is the Scorsese's are just going to have to find different places to put their, their work. And they, and they you know? will. And they will. Because if you think about it, hyperbole, no, I know, I know what you mean, but I mean, that's, that's what's know. slowly happening. It's just, it is discouraging. Yeah. Because if like tomorrow you put, if you put Citizen Kane on YouTube for free, <laughs> it would still get less views than, you yes. know, Jake Paul jerking off or exactly. whatever the hell people, yeah. you know. So it's like, Mr. Beast. Yeah, you know? exactly. Whatever you put in this circle, I'll fucking buy. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, Here's a, cool. a million dollars. Right. Keep your hands on the million dollars yeah, for yeah. three days straight or whatever. It also becomes a thing that fucks up artists' heads because you're That's like, holy fuck, this person's creating stuff. This person's creating something. Yeah. You're like, I'm not doing shit. You're like, yeah. well, I guess I got to go make some content. Like, I got to keep anything, my happy. Anything, right. You know and I mean? you measure and you measure it. You measure the value of it based on the numbers that of views. Yeah. And views. Yeah. People treat you like shit. They yeah. just consume it and shit it out. Yeah. And oh, like sure. any weird thing, they'll just like, you know, shit on you for yes. and act like they could do your job just as easily, but they never actually do anything. Yes. But this goes you know? to the, this goes to the problem, I think, with what's happening just generally. And this happened over the last few years with social media generally and period is that it's it, it's become an end in itself. Yeah. The idea. And I think that things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter are good is as a means to promoting things, as a yes. means to bringing people together in the real world. Yeah. As a means of saying, hey, I made this cool movie. Hey, I'm doing this yes. cool show. Hey, check out this thing that I did. Whatever. Now it's like, no, you have to be the king of Instagram. You have to be the king yes. of Twitter. You have to be the king of that thing. Mm -hmm. So now you create things to just. Become just to better be on there. and yeah, just to be yeah. better just on there, right? Guideline. As yeah. opposed to being better as the artist or as the person who has something to promote on there, Absolutely you know? Absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess this is where we all snap. We snap in there. That's why I fuck with Banksy big time because there's a motherfucker that never does shit like on Instagram. Yeah. You know, you don't know shit about him. And he posted some shit the other day and I was like blown away. I'm like, oh my God, Banksy's back again you know? yeah oh he, he puts something up in the yeah he put something up like maybe two weeks ago i two, just watched weeks. the documentary have you seen the documentary about, uh about banksy banksy does new york city i've uh, never seen it it's about Oct it's about october 2014 he posted something every day for the month in wow. in new york uh like either it was a, a moving uh display something on a wall whatever every single day 
and it oh, became shit. a thing because at that point he was already famous and everyone's yeah, yeah. like they created scavenger hunts so every single day oh, right. people wow. would be rushing to these places oh, and it would create chaos yeah and he did these things with a purpose of like uh, of upsetting of like stirring the pot so like for example he did a he did yeah. a piece in east new york yeah, and East New York it was it was not in good shape at the time. Of course, and yeah. so so yeah. these are people who, yeah. yeah. So people are coming That's from the Upper East though, Side, you know? exactly. So people were coming That's from other exactly Upper East Side yep. to take pictures of these things, and yeah. the people in East New York were like, "Get the hell out of here, dude! Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing here? You guys never yeah. come down here. Now you give yeah, a shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they actually covered up. They covered up his piece wow, and really? charged twenty bucks to move it. Uh, oh my yeah so God. things like that and he that did story. those things on purpose like he did yeah. these things on purpose like he, he did uh you know mobile units that would that would that would you know that were meant to cause like about peace but and and tranquility but everything around it was chaos like people yeah, were yeah. following it and taking pictures on so everything he did had some kind of like you know like ulterior motive as well right. which i thought was interesting but i remember in 2016 or 17 um i think it was yeah i can't remember if it was I think it was 2017. He did a piece. I was living on 14th Union Square, like 14th and University right there. He did a piece on 14th and 6th where there used to be an old bank on the corner. And, and I, um, it used to be a chaser. It was whatever. It was out of business, but it has mm-hmm. a clock mm. right on the corner um, above the door, like yeah. second floor, like a nice, nice. clock. But like the like numbers back to the future. Clock yeah. Tower. Like, yeah. Clock. Gold rim <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of clock. But like not running i don't think there were hands on it either but there were still numbers but he drew a rat in there like a rat was um oh running on a wheel like running on a wheel oh, or, a, or a hamster cool. was running yeah, on a yeah, wheel yeah. so it's on the bank it's on 14th street like we're in new york running it's yeah, a rat ray like all this shit you know he's like his level of the, the thought he puts into his art is just fucking stupid and the, the reactions that he get and the points that he makes are just well, fucking i mean his shit is really cool but even just general like true street art stuff that's oh, not yeah, so yeah. mass consumable in this way you know what i yeah. mean like i love that where it's like yeah if you want to see this you either have to come here or take a fucking picture of it right and that's mm-hmm. fucking it you know but you're mm-hmm. getting an experience no matter what through that well and know? also yeah. to the fact that he hasn't re- i mean he hasn't revealed who he is i mean uh, say what you will about the art i guess some people take issue that's not some of it's not the most sophisticated stuff or whatever uh, yeah, but it's not about that i think yeah, and also too he hasn't he hasn't shown who he is. Like I guess people just don't know who he is. So at the end of the day, you can't yeah. say that he's doing it for fame. You can't say yeah, it because he's no. he hasn't. It's fucking I think cool. once he does, that's gonna change it a lot. But yeah, if he does yeah, yeah. ever, but have you have you ever thought about doing any kind of art? Me uh, outside of you know being like painting your actual name, Tom Delgado. Uh, Whatever kind of art form. I mean, I don't know. Like as like a, under a pseudonym like an alias. or an alias. Tom's a pretty good guitar player. Yeah, I used to play. I used to play a little bit of music. When I first moved here, the first open mic I ever did was for music, not for for stand up. Oh, nice. And I played a little music. Um, and yeah, and I I don't know. I I've never. Uh, I thought about music. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't. I don't know if I. What, what were you doing? Sorry, you were playing guitar. Playing guitar. And music. yeah, and just singing stuff. Yeah, yeah, and uh, nice. yeah, and I just do some acting stuff too, and uh, that's right. You're the guy from Billions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for you to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> I had three lines in Billions. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm telling you, brought it up. Yeah. Good Lord, actor, I, what four was this? Times, yeah, yeah. what was this podcast supposed to be about? Yeah. Other than my small role on Billions. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the whole reason we brought you here. Buddy. Yeah, of course. I can't believe you came. Yeah, yeah. but no, it, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I did all this stuff. I, I, I wrote a couple of plays, put those up. I wrote short, awesome. pl- short plays. I, I made, I, I produced a couple of short films that I wrote. Well, how long have you been living in New York City? For? I've been in New York City for twelve, 
uh, and a half years, okay. 12 and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nice. 12 and a half years. And you were going to law school first. Yes. I went, so I, I graduated from college. At, I went to the University of Florida in, in, uh, in Gainesville. Then I graduated and came straight. Party school. How was that? Yeah, it was all right. It was yeah. okay. I mean, it was a football. It was a big football a school, an SEC school. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of like southern, southern, southern belt influence. Type girls. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. It was Daisy okay. Dukes. It was fun. A lot of football, oh, man. Daisy Dukes. A lot of these. Yeah. yeah, that was the uniform. Everyone wore Daisy Dukes. Men and women. Cherry pie. Men, over yeah. and over again. The men, women, the professors, everyone wore Daisy Dukes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was okay. It was good. Everything was built around football. And then after that, I went to uh, went to went to law school in Atlanta at Emory. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I and I graduated mm. from there. Yeah. You like oh, wow. Atlanta? I love Atlanta. I loved Atlanta. I loved Atlanta. Sick. It was super fun. I had a blast there. Yeah, yeah. I don't Too much. Fun. I Shout out. You went to law school in New York. No, no. I went to law school in Atlanta, and then I oh. came here. And all my all my friends in at, in at Emory. Apparently, Emory is a big school for people from up north. They went. They came back here. And I was like, oh, well, I don't really want to go back to Florida, so I'll just take the bar in New York. Okay, yeah, so I signed wow. up for the bar in New York, took it, passed, and then got a job here, and then just started working, working wow, at all. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Yep, that I was went, it. I went to fucking Magic City back in uh, July. Do you know Magic City? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, in Atlanta? Yeah. No. <laughs> it was a magic city I've in never Atlanta been. when I was there back in July uh, on the road trip that Hold I took. On, fuck it. If you're ever interested in getting on their podcast, just show up and walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. Thank you. That's yeah. how you guys. Make sure to tell all the crazies that. Oh, yeah. that, so that's how. Just that's break the, into Phil's house. Yeah, break into <laughs> Phil's house, walk into his bedroom. He'll be like, I think, I think Kyle knows him, and Kyle will be like, I think Phil's knows him. They're not going to ask any questions. They'll be like, you just want to get in on this. No two-step verification. No, ver- there's no vetting <laughs> at all. If I'm not here, Phil will just he'll fire it up. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll fire it he'll up. He'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, just wake we'll, him we'll up. Get the episode. Yeah, wake <laughs> Phil up one morning and just be like, "Hey, can we do an episode?" Hey, man, so. that's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come Phil. in. Phil. Up, oh, someone's here. <laughs> Come in. Someone's here. I heard you were doing a podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get in here. Uh, tell me about your day. What's up? What's your name? I see you. Uh, would you like any T-shirt? You look pretty uh, bloody. <laughs> well, you, you know there's to... video too for this. It doesn't work as well. Well, they, they could see two kind guys trying their hand at improv. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. That's they true. They see I two know. grown men so, trying. That's true. You're right. I should not have done that. You broke the illusion. I Thomas. I completely. I completely did not. I did not yes and you at all. That was a total. As a total, uh, he started it. I didn't want to. I know. I, know. I didn't want to. I, I was trying to save you. I was trying to save you. I wasn't ready for that. You took it to the yeah, improv. Oh, no, I, I was like just doing a little skit. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, dude. So yeah, you came up to fucking New York. You've been here for twelve years. You were in Atlanta. <laughs> didn't yeah. Hit, didn't hit Magic City. <laughs> didn't hit Magic City in the three years I was there. But it was good. Atlanta's a cool place. You're still recovering from that failed improv. Yes, I am. It's okay. It's okay. We'll let you. I'll let you recover. It's okay. It takes time sometimes. You really put yourself out there. I really did. Because it was like there was a pause. I know. I know. It was. Is this happening? It was. And he knocked twice. Yeah. He. We were. I mean, we were both confused. Frankly, we were both. We were both a little confused with what was happening. I will. So I was trying to just be like Phil. Come on. Come back. Come back. Come back, buddy. <laughs> no, dude, I'm such a, I'm always good for the improv. I'm always good for the improv. But I was just like doing that little like as a yeah. skit in my head. And then you took it there and I was like, wait, 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 what's happening? Bro. What's happening? Is we're he trying to, to improv? 18, I don't know what's happening. This is okay. This is one of the, this is one of the early episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys will build that. You'll build that yeah, chemistry. I'm, I'm always good for an improv. I'm the one over here talking shit, making up weird stories in my head as we go. Anyways, you know, I'm down for that shit. <laughs> Next time. Teammates. 
Not yet. Now he's leaving. He's still he's too angry. raw. It's now still too raw. raw. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now <laughs> they just they just did a fist bump. Just for all the people who can't see, they did a fist bump. It's done. The episode's over. That's it. Yeah. yeah. The arc is complete. Yeah, they so fist bumped it. They fist bumped each other. It's over. Now, uh, oh, okay. Tom, tell me about uh, your strip club experience. My life in, uh, in Atlanta. There's not. I mean, there wasn't really much. I was busy. I guess <laughs> studying law. Nose but, uh, in the, in a in the book. So, of butt cheeks. That's so you, cool. you took the you took the bar. Yeah, I took the bar in New York. When did you get, get into comedy? When did you start doing? So I, I took the bar. I passed the bar. I worked at this place in Midtown. I worked at like this company just writing about uh, about intellectual property, commercial contracts. We could talk about that if you'd like. Oh, that's yeah. really good. That's uh, the real comedy. That's. that's I mean, I thought that's what we were going to talk <laughs> about. Um, <laughs> it was awful. I hated it, and uh, and then I I started going. I just hated it so much. I was like, I gotta do something with my life. I started taking uh, writing classes. I took improv classes. I did that for like a year. Then I took I took actually a stand up class. Really, I took a stand up class, and uh, and I remember taking the stand up class, and I was like, oh, this is really fun. I started going to open mics, and I started meeting people and started making friends, and I just kept doing it. And that was like three years of that. And on top of the fact that I started taking acting classes, I took I started you know uh, going out for commercials. Mm-hmm. I started booking them, and then I finally signed with the agency, and I was like, okay, this is my – I saved up money too. Yeah. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to quit. So I quit, and then I ran out of money <laughs> after a year. Yeah, like it was just – I lived like off of – I lived off my savings for a year. It was crazy. Like I was just – I mean I was living like, yeah, this is going to last forever. I was doing whatever I wanted. It was great. And then, uh, and then I ran out of money, and it was either go back to something like that or start something else, and I started tour guiding. I, I got my license oh. for tour guiding. You got to get a license in New York. And I got a license, yeah. and I started tour guiding. And it was just fun. I like and enjoyed it, and I just kept doing stand up. You know, started, you know, shows and. Where all, where were uh, you tour guiding? All over, man. All over this New dude York. Knows yeah, yeah. Like everything New York about all New over York. the city. All over the city. I've yeah, never yeah. known. I mean, I've done tours so in all the boroughs. I've, I've done never tours been in anybody. Crazy. So you know, like crazy. I know New York a good history. amount, man. Because also too, I'm just really interested in history. So I, I'm always reading about about history, New York history, and uh, I don't know. I'm just pretty fascinated by by cities generally. So even when I travel now, I'll do a video elsewhere as well. So yeah, what's I mean, what's the, what's the craziest thing you know about New York? The like craziest one of the craziest thing? like historical things that you've learned. Crazy is an interesting word to use. Yeah, because there you could be like crazy as in like racist or (laughs) yeah, or like crazy as in the craziest. You know, like you go uh, to this corner, you'll get shot. Creativity or something. You never know. It's like right. Okay, the most profound. The most profound. I don't know. There's all these like different facts that are always like people always get surprised to hear. Like I always, I always. It's funny because like on dates, you go on dates. Mm-hmm. And I always, whenever I go on dates, like I always end up walking around with people uh, whenever I'm on, and I, and I end up, uh, I'll tell them about the city. I'll basically be like, oh, you know this, and then yeah, people yeah. react to certain things, like, what? I didn't know that. <laughs> right. And right. and so there's some things like, um, I don't know. I remember when I found out that that Chelsea Piers, you know Chelsea Piers, yeah, of course, where all the golf balls and all that stuff. I, yeah, I remember yeah. finding out that that is where the Titanic was supposed to arrive Whoa. in 1912. I remember when I. Yeah, and I remember when I found that out, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Where I go to hit golf balls when I, you know, whatever. That's where the Titanic. <laughs> well, I just release some fucking tension. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like I'm hitting golf balls under, you know, the the ghosts of these yeah, people. Yeah, basically. But it, it's like that's where it, that's where it was supposed to arrive. That's where it was set to like dock when it came into New York and it sank. I, spoiler alert <laughs> for all your listeners. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. the, the Titanic sunk. I don't know if you knew that, but um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we our last uh, tour was at Chelsea Piers. Yeah, we did. We did. Did well, you release that video? Yet? I did. I did. So okay. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, that's oh, but that, but that little facts like that. When little yeah, thanks, man. Look, <laughs> like, like, thanks for the plug. Asking you if you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen your video yet? Yeah. <laughs> I only spent like 20 hours editing it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, things like that, like little facts that you're just like, what? I didn't never. I didn't have any idea. Yeah, you no, just don't know really the. Cool. You don't know the extent to which New York is just completely like engulfed and enwrapped in everything that's ever happened in the in the world <laughs> in the last 400 right. years, which is so cool. That's what I think is so cool. Well, because New York was yeah a, a ma- such a massive hub for. Immigration, yeah, so, and not so just you, that too, but also dude, even before it was the that, epicenter of the world. It was epicenter. Yeah. It was also too just it was like a pond as well. In like before, it was a huge city in the like the 1600s when it was a Dutch colony. Yeah, it was yeah. a pond that was fought over between the Dutch and the English, oh, and right. then for the English, it was like a colony where the American Revolution kind of played out. Yeah, and that the people here were pissed off about stuff, and they revolted and they organized revolutions and all this stuff. So it was a big deal, and you know, not the 400 years that it's been around. So no, I don't right. know. Not to geek out a little bit. <laughs> you know, I've been known to do that a little bit. So no, let it out. Let it All out. Right. You're in a safe space. Thank you, know? you. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. I just, uh... <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just trying to play the improv game so with Phil again. you lived in New York for a while. Yeah, I'm not I'm not. Yeah, he's never. Do- yeah, he's not going to take okay. the bait. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to play along with it. Yeah. I was ready to have that. No. Yeah, Phil's still angry about that. Yeah, I've never that. seen Phil this angry in my life, actually. <laughs> Yeah, um, you can't, you can't yeah. see this. This is yeah. an angry smile. Oh, right. Five hours. Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you lived here for twelve years. Uh, what is your favorite New York neighborhood? Oh, <laughs> Phil. Um, that's such a uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I love Ridgewood. That's where I live now. Okay. I think Ridgewood's a great neighborhood. I think okay. it's a really cool. Like uh, you know, it's got like a very tranquil like uh, neighborhoody vibe. It's quiet. It's got you know cool art. It's got things to do. It's got great Latin food. I love you know, I love Latin American food. That's my that's my uh, that's my food. And then uh, I love Ridgewood. Best I love food in Tampa. That's right. That's right. That's where it all comes from. Tampa's known for its Latin. It's actually Ridgewood is famous for its Tampa cuisine. For all, for all, for all of the for all the Tampa restaurants that are in Ridgewood, uh, it's actually the the Tampa food capital of New York. So I'm right at home. Uh, but no, no, I love Ridgewood. I love Greenpoint. I think Greenpoint's great. I lived there for a while. Uh, I think uh, I also like the East Village in Manhattan. I think the East Village is my favorite in Manhattan. I also like Washington Heights. I think Washington Heights is great. Nice. Um, yeah, those are some of my favorites. I'd say. I That's don't know. Cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. What is the your favorite food in Tampa? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Well, they are known. Yeah, they are known for the Latin food. Like oh, you know, really? they actually. They, okay, so this is gonna be. Uh, this is a, a, a controversial statement, but they claim to have invented the Cuban sandwich in, oh. in Tampa, Florida. Really? Yes. I always thought it was a Miami thing. No. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. Tampa. Yeah. Like there were there were tons of Cubans there and still are tons of Cubans in obviously in Miami, but there are also in uh Tampa. Tampa had a huge wow. cigar industry. Gotcha. So oh, so shit. yeah, so actually they they claim to have invented the Cuban sandwich in Tampa. In Tampa. Ebor City, that's right. Ebor City. Oh my god. Look at Damn it, you know. What? You got to get another goddamn microphone. <laughs> next time. Next yeah. time. Say, is it? Ybor City. Ybor City. Ybor City. Ybor City is like a big, uh, it was a big cigar center of the country, actually. And then there was tons of Cubans there, and uh, they claimed to have invented the Cuban sandwich in Tampa, Florida. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's awesome, man. We'll yeah. give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll uh, give it to him, at least. Where'd you get that hat? I like the hat. This hat? Yeah. It says, uh, it's just, I got this. This is, says Joe Perry talks with you. Okay, and what's what's that? Oh, it's a TV show. Okay, but, uh, you, did you happen to be on it? Yeah, I was. I was on it actually. Oh, oh look it? at you. <laughs> That's so. Look, I didn't do. I didn't wear this for that. I, it's like my go-to hat. Yeah, sure. This is Phil getting his revenge for the knocking improv gone wrong. <laughs> 
But no, it's a great show. It's a great show. It's actually it was my roommate. Joe Joe was my roommate. Uh, he used to be my roommate. So okay. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know, Joe Perry is really. Yeah. It's really a great TV show. You guys should check it out. It's on Adult Swim. Adult right? Swim. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, what, do you know the time or? What are we promoting his stuff here? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what do we just roll the clip Every now? Roll the clip of his. Yeah, of his you can play seven. a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's on. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they're coming out with their third season now, though. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah. Out, uh, he, he's filming his third season now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Support your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, half-assed promotion. No, no, it's a great show. Check it out. Time. I don't know the time. It's like Sundays. I don't know. Is there even times for TV shows anymore? You just load them up on the internet. 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Mountain. Yeah, That's right. Or you just go on this okay. thing that <laughs> you go on this thing that Phil can tell you about. This thing called the Internet. Phil, yeah. Phil's all about it. You go on this Dude, Internet. Have you thing. heard about this? <laughs> you seen this? You heard about this? The Internet? Fucking crazy. Phil's yeah. he's crazy about you it. You can watch boobies on yeah. there. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fucking uh, yeah, no, uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I never watched uh, Joe Para uh, talks talks you to sleep or talks with you or whatever. Mm. Um, but I've heard great things. Adult Swim's fucking awesome, man. They yeah, Adult Swim so is pretty cool great. Shows. Yeah, they do put some cool stuff on. Um, it's it's interesting though, just watching all the TV channels now, like with HBO Max oh, yeah. and like all these things that are everything's going to streaming, man. Well, it's so weird seeing comics you know yeah. in these shows because now there's so many different streaming services yeah. that there's like a but million tiers to shit. And that's so all like, that people watch now. Yeah. Like even like the shows, like for example, like Joe's show's on HBO Max now. Yeah. And people are going to be watching that on HBO Max now. They're not going to be course. watching it on TV anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's most shows, I think. No, yeah, They're going to be watching on the streaming services. TV's gone. Like it's it done. Like if you watch, if you look at like the scheduled programming on TV channels, it's just nothing. Kind of though. I don't know if I can agree with that because every time I go home or every time I'm in, you know, like a different state, everybody's watching regular TV. They are, I guess. It, but it's it's not the same, I guess, as it was before. And I think, I guess, my point is that, I, or I'm trying to, my point I'm trying I, I to make, it's a transition. Thing. It's, it's a, a transition too. too. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it is a generation. Once like, he's the above te- forty, you're like yeah. right, probably watching forty five. Yeah, but even above forty, man, like there are people who are like you know in their forties, they're all watching streaming services because well, all the all hell the hell movies yeah, and TV yeah. shows they watch are all on them. My parents are seventy two and sixty nine. Yeah, I mean they're definitely starting to use Netflix. Yeah, but you know it's kind of funny though because like. Originally, all those things were pitched as like this is kind of a cheaper alternative to all that shit. Yeah. But then you get so many stream ser- streaming services, it's you have just to, you like have to, paying for cable. Yeah, because you got to buy oh, all of them. You like, gotta, I got like yeah. fifty dollars worth of fucking yeah. subscriptions. You know, yeah. I might as well just have cable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, I kind of miss cable. I, I miss surfing. That, I was about to say, I'm wondering. I wonder if that kind of increases the value of like some of the, you know, like a Blue Bloods or a well, Law and Order. It's like because. I mean, otherwise you have to subscribe to like CBS oh, All yeah. Access right. or whatever to get that. So it's like they're still making money through those subscriptions on CBS mm-hmm. All Access if you don't have normal cable. But is that kind of also increasing the value of going shows to tune like into that. those shows? Because like if you want to watch that shit on a daily, uh, sorry, on a weekly basis. Yeah, you got to you, know? you got to log in or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is kind of true. Like you know, there are some shows like you know uh, I'm a big fan of like uh, those like. CW superhero shows like The Flash and shit like that and okay. everything. And they have like free apps for them, you mm-hmm. know, but like at the same time, yeah, you have to like either tune in on television or wait till the next day for it to come out. And I'm sure there are other shows that don't even have that amount of access. Right. Where it's just like if you don't see it, you don't see it and you either gotta pirate it or get like Paramount Plus or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, that's it. So it is kind of uh, you know, nice to uh have that type of stuff around you know 
and like new kind of uh, channels that mm. take that into consideration. Mm. Like they're like, oh, we have a mix of audience members that mm. watch things on streaming, but they also watch things right. live. Uh, also, too, if you guys, you know, I'm kind of like a person who I like surfing through channels and stuff like that and just finding stuff that's already on. Uh, but that's I, the surfing is done now on YouTube. Well, People you, surf on YouTube like they go on and all the stuff that's recommended to them. They go down a rabbit hole and they, that's not it. That's not real surfing, though. I'm talking about shit where yeah. it's like click, the thing is click, already click, on. Click, you have a movie click. that's half over. And yeah. You just fall yeah, into it. Yeah. I fucking love yeah, that. There is I go something about shit, that. It's so nice. There is something Take it away. It. Just show me something yeah, I might right, not have right. ever picked. Right. Yes, ever. That's true. Yes. Just a, suck me in. That bro. is the hard yes. part about it, sitting down and being like, what to watch? What to watch? And you just have like this. You're paralyzed well, by choice. 45 minutes. It's yeah, just yeah. Choosing what to watch. Oh, literally, I, I, that's so weird. That's what everybody's like. Oh, it's yeah. a nightmare. It's terrible. You sit down with your food. It gets cold by the time you yeah, pick something. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell? Literally. Yeah. Like you got to know what you're fucking. You want to watch yeah. going into that. Bro. shit. Well, that's Otherwise, also why that's people binge shows. That's why they binge yeah. shows because not only is it like you're just crank up right after. It's just they don't want to choose yet. something else. It's just like I'm just gonna watch this for the next three right. weeks. Well, like, and also Netflix started implementing that thing where it just goes next episode for like five seconds. Oh, yeah, into the next that's, one. That's like, messed up. Dude. Well, no, and there's just, no theme song, so yeah. it goes immediately yeah. into the next thing. Yeah. You're just so into messed it. up. They're like, nope, you know. But I stay here. I always thought like Netflix, what they should do. Is in 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 addition to having it the way it is now, they should have like a surfing feature. Like they have a play something feature now that I've seen or whatever. But they should have some shit where like all like there's different channels right. on Netflix, so mm. like a comedy channel, an action channel. They do have it already. They already have it divided up that way. They, they could just have a way that you just surf right? through. And it's like the program is already playing, mm. so you're just clicking through it, and you can stop. And it'll be like, do you want to play it from the beginning mm. or keep going? You can just watch it however you want to watch it. Ah, yeah. you hear that, CEO of Netflix? I know you're yeah. watching, so he could, <laughs> yeah, right. We, I know he, you know one of your loyal me. listeners, the CEO yeah. of Netflix. <laughs> we got a lot of movers and shakers <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> all right, we had we yeah. had the uh, owner of Bushwick Daily. That's here, true. That's true. You know, a few hours ago. That's, a, that's actually not a bad idea, Phil. Right. It's. I mean, cause you you must be an internet expert. Well, I'm a TV expert. Yeah, that's what I am. You know? I kind of love that. I'm a man who loves frying his brain in front of a screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You start you start that movie halfway through. You're like, mm, I wonder what happened. Well, I guess I'll just have to piece it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of my favorite, um, and this is totally passed down through my fucking dad, but one of his favorite things to watch are was the Sci-Fi Channel. Yes. They'd always have like oh, yeah, micro okay. budget horror movies right. where oh, you yeah. get Sharknado. like Sharknado, right? But the but even like before Sharknado, right. you get these like just the most ridiculous. Like right. you look, you feel like you're watching like a 1950s right. horror, yeah, 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 like yeah. exact level of CGI like an and fucking yeah. like ball <laughs> antenna things yeah. coming out, like the neon murder snails, yeah. five, <laughs> you know, number six, <laughs> Return to Rio de Janeiro or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like all. <laughs> I don't know. You just have these random like titles, and you yeah. just sit there, and it's like it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know what used to be a really fun like show that I used to love was Mystery Science Theater. You remember oh. that? Speaking of that show, was so good, and it was so it's good, kind of like dude. that whole idea of watching these terrible movies. Yeah, and you just talk shit about it. Like, yeah. Like my favorite uh, thing now is uh, this app called Pluto, actually, and I'm not getting paid for this. You motherfuckers should start paying me for this because I tell everybody about it. And basically, it's a it's basically a live television app so like i have it right on my ps4 you just click on it and it plays it just plays different shit and you have certain channels like it has like dedicated channels like there's a mystery science theater 3000 channel 
There's a Star Trek channel. There's a fucking cult film channel, a fucking kung fu movie channel and shit. But then it also has like CBS and all that stuff within it. And you don't have to sign up whatsoever. You don't have to give them your email or anything. Fucking amazing. It's all great. right. All right, Phil. Get the con- contract out. How do I sign up for this <laughs> yeah. thing? That's what this is all about. That's the best part. There this brings us no to contract. our first. Uh, this brings <laughs> us to our first sponsor. First sponsor of learning Pluto. things. <laughs> if you want to take your watching to the moon, yeah, <laughs> look for Pluto. Yeah, not quite a planet, but uh, uh, but a great a good service. service. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to bring it back to you, man. Um, sure. Yeah. Do you think that the uh, the uh, tourism, uh, the tour guide uh, job? Helped you in your comedy? Are you looking for a job, Kyle? Because I can get, I can help you. No, it's actually true. Because people actually, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny you bring it up. A little low on. Yeah. 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 No, it actually happens. A lot of a lot of performers, believe it or not, that's the reason I ask. I know you. I know you're an actor. Is that a lot of performers gravitate towards the tour guiding thing? Wasn't Tim Dillon a tour guide? Tim Tim Dillon was a tour guide. Jonathan Morvey, a few a few other comedians have done it, and it's like, uh, and it it doesn't it, it. it helps a little bit only because you're just constantly on your feet. Like what I found it helped a lot with was crowd work really more than yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it helps me with that just because I just don't care. Like I'm used to like trying to engage people and if they're not, I pull them in and it's like, you know, uh, but it's not, it's, you don't, you shouldn't do it for that obviously, but it is, it is kind of performing and it is telling a story and it is keeping people engaged. And if they're not engaged, then you're failing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how many facts, you know, yeah. what's so. it like when you show up hungover to that job and it's you're very on top of the bus in the summer. I wasn't on buses. I, this building here. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down right now and clarify. I was never on the buses. I was never that guy. Oh, yeah. I was, no, no, no. I was never on the buses. Oh, I never, no, I boo. I just didn't. I couldn't do that. I did like the private tours on buses, like when there were schools and stuff. Like I'd be in front of about like 45 high school kids or whatever and goofing uh-huh. around. But when you're when you're hungover and everything, doing that, that job, it's pretty rough. Terrible. I will say that's when you tend to just kind of just goof off and talk to people a little of more. Yeah, just like, yeah. so where are you guys? You know, where are you guys from? Oh, cool. You guys? Oh, hey. you just kind of just you know BS with them a little more. Yeah, wing it a little bit, and then yeah. you just point at something. And yeah, like, it's awful. Right it's awful. I've done that a few times. Yeah, I, I, not anymore. Because uh, I am a well-behaved guy. <laughs> there you go. Kids, what did we learn today? I don't no, yeah. Mom, but we like Tom. Yeah, yeah, right. He smells like alcohol. <laughs> he smells like Daddy's secret elixir. He kind of smells like Daddy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, but no, it's a uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fun job. I enjoyed it a lot, and it's it's interesting. I mean, um, and now with stand up being and has been now for a few years, it's hard to it's, it's been hard to make a living off stand up. It's been hard to like you know. I mean, it's funny, like people who've done multiple, you know, late night appearances, half hours, they're still, Dude, they sell they're still, jobs. They, and not just regular jobs, they're, they're working on moving vans or they're working yeah, like, yeah. you know, whatever. It's, it's, and it's like jobs that no one wants, like, cause I they know. have to just stay alive. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and it's, it's funny. Wild. It's wild. So you just find other things. And that's how the, this, how this YouTube thing uh, came up yeah. is because I'm like, well, I love comedy. I love, uh, you know, talking to people. I love whatever. And just throw them all together and start making these videos and, you know, just stick with Can it. Can we talk about that for a second though? It is. I think a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, when I was a kid, you'd watch somebody's, like, Comedy Central Half Hour right. and stuff, and you would literally think that, even though you didn't know them before this, that that person was, like, a celebrity. Well, because that's what it used they, to be like. If you if yeah. you were, like, if you if you had a late-night appearance on, you know, Johnny Carson, and he called you over to the chair or yeah. to the couch, the next day you had meetings with everybody, and you were, yeah. you were you had your own pilot, you know? Like, yeah. you had your own TV show. That's what it used to be like, yeah. like because there was a mono, there was, like, a mono culture or whatever. Now... You you get less views on a late night set than someone gets on their you know 
anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's nothing. No one knows who you are. No one cares. Or dude, even, I mean, again, like people were Going like, back I know to people who have had like, yeah. like, you know, smaller specials. Like we both know people like that where it's like, they're still making money, like traveling. Well, not right now, but you know, I don't know. I just thought that they would be, when I was a kid, I thought people like that would be like super set. I didn't think people like that. Would still but, be working but that's also, as a mover. Yes, but that's because back then, Comedy Central but that's because that's back insane. then there was like a gatekeeper. There was like a, You're there was like everything right. was funneled in. Like yeah. all these artists who were trying to make it get funneled into this one route to make yeah. it. And this is the good and bad part yes. of the internet yes. centralization thing. Yes, right? and that's the thing. Now there's just so much noise out there. Not yeah. that person who's worked ten years to have that late night set has to compete with the guy who's you know ramming like you know fucking tennis balls in his ass i don't know yeah, is, yeah, is that yeah. what youtube is i don't know is that what to you, is that what youtube is <laughs> i don't really I know watch what you mean like someone doing like a fucking they have like yeah. a real comedian of 10 years his tiktok has to compete with someone doing an impression yes of yeah. another comedian yes like, you know how they put yeah. the or doing comedians vote or doing dances yes. da- or doing dances that everyone else is doing that they just have to copy yeah. like it's like you're competing with no everything is noise like someone's like lip syncing yeah. kevin hart yeah and they, that's what an actual comedian yeah. has to compete with they have right. to compete with someone, someone lip syncing their own jokes comedian. yeah totally, totally. <laughs> that's crazy and the one yeah. lip syncing will get more views yeah. and more likes yeah it's fucking it insane. is pretty wild mm-hmm. man it is that is pretty wild <laughs> But yeah, that's a, I don't know, and that's kind of I think why Creativity, that's the case. Baby. You know? It's the same shit in in you know in modeling and um you know I think a lot of parts of the acting industry as well. Yeah. Dude. Like fuck, as an actor, it's like I'm out here trying to like really be on shows and shit. While people, same thing, they have their little YouTubes or their yeah. TikToks or whatever their Instagrams that get crazy. As a model, I fucking experience that a lot too. Like. You know, tough are, life. People, it's tough life being a model. People, like that. <laughs> well, dude, this is how fucked up it is, dude. They wouldn't cast people because if you didn't have a lot yeah. of uh, followers. Well, that's not just yeah. modeling. That's also with with acting now yeah. too. Think they about do that to ugly people. Too. But think about this. Think about if <laughs> if you're. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, dude. But you know it's. It, it, I know what you're saying. But it's though. true I'm though. But think about it this way: if you're producing a movie, if you're producing a movie now, especially where it's so hard to get eyeballs on your stuff, and you're casting cashier number four, right? And you're and you're casting you're casting like someone regular, a good actor who's working their butt off, or just some influencer. Yeah. Who are you gonna Who are you gonna pick? You're gonna pick the influencer because that person's gonna pump up the show. Yeah, sure. even like, though they're dude, just I'm they have three lines. Yeah, I'm cashier yeah. number four. Here's check it out on the on and whatever. That's that's uh, whatever. What's up, guys? For yeah, sure. that's six hundred thousand people. Cashier number four. Yeah, for sure. It's true. I mean, it's it's sad but true. Like that's the way they do it now. I don't know. They look dude. you up. That's like part of the vetting process. They look you up probably on all these YouTube social media. YouTube is so yeah. nuts. There's fucking YouTube videos. Of people doing commentary on other YouTube videos. Yeah, it's like what the fuck is oh, going on? Right, but that's right, but that's right, a way right. to like leech <laughs> off of. That's a way to leech off of another person's popularity. It's oh, like yeah. oh yeah, so whatever Jake Paul or whatever has a video, I'm gonna just gonna comment on it, and people want to hear it because it's already something that they wanted to watch already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing with like same thing with yeah. the uh, with like the videos, uh, the reaction videos. That's what I was about to say. The you know, are you kidding me? Like a reaction yeah. video? What? Yeah. I'm gonna watch someone's face while they watch something? What the hell am I? What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> right, right. Don't I have anything better to do than that i don't know crazy. but Reaction this could also just be videos. us just like we're like old men just sitting around getting yeah. mad about what's going on in the world bitter man yeah it, <laughs> podcasting and radio is really just a long form reaction video yeah you know? 
Well, that's also too. Talk, is talking about shit that we went through. Yeah. Right. Well, also too, talk about we like low bar. Talk about like a low bar. That's one of the reasons why so many people start podcasts too, is because you just got to pr- hit record. Yeah. And and, yeah. and then and then when once and now we talk about noise too. There's so many. Oh, yeah. You have to stick with it. You have to market it. Yeah. You have to get the right people on it. You have to do a million things just to make it stand out. And eventually, and then you have to stick with it for a long time. Yeah. You it's know? fucking crazy, man. I think it's just also like we hold ourselves to a different like level of artistic creation uh, creation and you know we really want to do this shit for real i'm not saying that other people that are you know doing that stuff no nah, talk your know, talk content, bro content, everybody content, else is content, fake for bro. real but it is <laughs> everybody else is a real bro facts. we're the only true fucking facts. artists in this bitch dude. you guys you guys are true everybody af else, i don't give a fuck bro. hashtag facts for you bro you know all it's you comedians just... <laughs> bro you're not even fucking real bro all you podcasters you're not real man it's just different. Joe Rogan, just, I'm coming for you, bitch. Yeah, but it's, it's not. Whoa, it's, whoa, hey, hey. But it's hey, also hey, not about hey, re- no, just no, being no, real. No, 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 no. We, you, we, <laughs> you also got to stick with it. You know, you got to stick with it no, over a long fair. period of time. You yeah. know, and that's what usually people taper off. They're like, oh, I've been doing this for a year, and I'm still not. You know, I'm still not Joe Rogan. Why? Why yeah, still doing yeah, this? Why? Is this Life gets happen? in the way or whatever. People don't stick with it. Well, that's yeah. the reason why I get bitter about it sometimes. Is because yeah. some of these people, you know, they. They also get a big fucking head, and it's like, dude, you're really not doing shit. I know, That's, they think they're hot you're, shit you're, Your shit's not going to last. What you're oh, doing okay. right now is not going to last. It's not even, like, sustainable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you guys are working on a long journey as, like, real fucking comedians. You know what I'm saying? That shit yeah. takes time. And I'm not saying this other, these other people's journeys take time and stuff, but I think it's just different. You know, there can be different levels of that, you know? No, for sure. I mean, it, it is, it's, uh, yeah. And then with comedy too now, a big part of comedy is having eyeballs on you once again. Like and it, that's it. Yeah. And it's, a, that's, that's in IR, that's IRL, <laughs> you know, IRL in real life. Like in real life, these IRL clubs, you know, in, in real life, whatever, I'm gonna stop doing that. Uh, these actual, these actual comedy clubs, these actual comedy clubs, real ones that are actually putting shows on in, in person on and stuff. They look for people who have followings. No, it's absolutely true. Even yeah. over someone who's crafted their jokes over twenty doesn't years matter, doesn't dude. matter. If you're you not going to fucking beast, it, it doesn't yeah. Matter. If you can fill the seats, they're yeah, going to put you sucks. up. Yeah. And that's another thing that's changed since twenty years ago. Absolutely. You know how, how are you going to do that? How are you going to get a following twenty years ago without being a great comedian? Well, that's I why know. we. That's yeah. why we love Phil's show because we. That motherfucker puts on good people. Doesn't give a fuck about the following yeah. you got. There you go. He yeah. Doesn't care about your little. Yeah. You know. You hear clout. that? I put on funny people who have nothing going for them. All right? No. Phil doesn't care about the audience experience. <laughs> but no, you're right. And thank you for that. I try. I was saying, like, I try to put on people who are just, just funny. Like, if they're popular, then they're popular, and that's great. Right. But it's about being funny and also, like, working. Yeah. You know? Because I'll say, too, like, there's a lot of people that I see that, like, yeah, they're funny, but they don't give a shit about comedy at all really you know what i mean and sometimes they phone it in i'd rather take the guy who like isn't as funny but works their ass off and really is dedicated to the craft than some guy like that because they're not going to appreciate the spot in the first place sure you want people to care about the audience that they're performing in front of yeah of course and not just take shit for granted well no a lot of times you'll have shows i mean i've seen a million times where where the headliner who's you know movie credits and all that stuff they're reading from their phone or something and the person who's just hungry and brings their best jokes that they've worked years to they kill exactly. and then the people walk out because they came to see that the headliner they walk out being like well he was all right but yeah, what about that one that kid guy, you know yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what i want to provide you know like i was telling him because we were talking about you know me booking shows and everything and it's like when i look back at pictures and stuff like 10 years from now i want to point at the picture and be like this guy's you know doing this this person's doing yeah. that 
blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, this I'm, guy committed this felony. This woman uh, <laughs> ran away to this. Yeah, yeah. This woman's body was found in this yeah. canyon. She's been missing for four <laughs> years. <laughs> All these like uh, sketchy people yeah, you put on your show. Yeah, all connected to you. <laughs> uh, what's going on here? <laughs> they're gonna make an HBO Max documentary about, about your shows, about my show. It's like Weird. house party. Yeah, like, uh, party gets real. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Bill was on top of the world. Yeah, right. booking shows. <laughs> Little did he know, in five years, <laughs> it would come back to haunt him. Oh, God. <laughs> the fucking crime reenactment. Yeah, exactly. Shows, oh, which, by the way, I have been an actor on. Ah, good for you. <laughs> really? What show? Yeah. Uh, fuck. It was. I don't know something with murder. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, I, I love that show. <laughs> I don't know something with murder. It's an episode. I fucking love that. You show. ever done one of those? I did. Yeah, I did yeah. some stuff earlier. I was like the Discovery Channel. Yeah, and like, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, I played a detective questioning <laughs> someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, murder mystery. Something's yeah, murder, yeah, yeah. murder yeah. mystery. Yeah. Murder ghosts. Uh, murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ghost hunters. Yo, so after you got done like doing your your um, tour guide work. Mm. Then mm-hmm. what? What kind of? What was the transition then after that into comedy? No, no, I didn't start with tour. I started with comedy first. I was yeah. doing stand up oh, first. So he yeah, was yeah. doing sorry, both. Sorry, sorry. I was yeah. So I was doing stand up. The YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah, I basically I was doing stand up, and then I was like, oh, I started doing the tour guiding thing too. And then I was like, well, I wanted to create my own stuff, so I actually filmed a pilot for this show that okay. I had an idea of about New York. I paid a bunch of money to do it, and I was like, all right, this is the ticket, baby. I was like, all right, Netflix, come calling, you know, and no, they don't give a shit. They're like, who is this guy? I don't even know who you are. They're like, that's a cool show, but I'm not going to pay you money for that. So I was like, all right, fine. So I just started, I bought a bunch of equipment. I started teaching myself how to use it. I started making more. I started making more. I started getting people to help me like Phil, et cetera. And I was just like, all right, screw it. I just kept making them. But I was still doing stand up, still doing acting, still doing other stuff. And it was really when the, but right before the pandemic, actually, that was diving in, trying to do it more regularly. And once the pandemic hit, I was like, well, I don't have anything to do now. I'm just going to yeah. focus on this. So I literally wake up every day and that's what I have to do. Everything that I on my to-do list has to do with the with the videos and growing it and growing the Patreon, growing all that stuff. You hear that, people? He eats, sleeps, and breathes tourism. Well, right? not tourism. <laughs> it's really more the videos because at the same time, like, I go other places too. It's not just in New York. I no, try to go, no, you right, do. You right. do so a lot I of mean, I'm things. trying to grow it to something bigger than just, you and know. the interviews are great. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. I want to showcase the businesses and showcase people in New York that I think are interesting and cool that people need to know about you know well that, yeah. that's why so. i wanted to have you on because you know this uh this podcast that we do it's it's about like art and entertainment and stuff like that but also it is you know partially about new york and just you know our love for the city you know and yeah. uh you know that's why like basically like i used to see people like new york nico and get really inspired about how they highlight all these different businesses and mm-hmm. always shine a light on different people who yeah you know, are really like New York staples and yeah. stuff. And you do the same thing. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, Nico, work together, right? Yeah, I've worked with Nico before. Like, I, I, well, let I me mean, just hang out with him before. He's a good guy. And, like, uh, and I actually, I've talked to him about this. And he started out, he's a filmmaker. Okay. And yeah, so he yeah, started yeah. out as a filmmaker who was just yeah. like, yo, I'm just going to film stuff yeah, with like my phone. Yeah. And it yeah. just, he's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. And he never did it to like become a influencer or whatever. It just happened. And now he's using the power that he has to do that as well. He still makes films. He still makes right. documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And it's not, now he's getting hired to do commercial stuff and all that because of, because of his. Film, I mean, so. in the last, in the last like two years, he's really blown up. Well, also yeah, in the last year, huge, too, in the, the last, last year because year of the pandemic as well. Thing? Yeah, with the that subway thing, with the with the accent stuff, like all this and stuff. the Zabar's oh. fucking vans. Oh, uh, he just did some shit with Kith. Really? He just directed a fucking thing for Kith. Yeah. And he, so got, he, and some... he got, like, local New Yorkers to be in it and all that shit. Yeah. So it just happens. It was, so Kith, it was Kith times Notorious B.I.G. or something like that. 
Sorry. Wow. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I saw yeah, that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, my homie AP actually shoots him. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, I'm, I'm buddies with AP, AP the Angel. Shout out. Shout out, AP the Angel. Nice. I hope you listen to this motherfucker. I've been um, following that guy. I was wondering. I was like, how the fuck do I know this guy? You yeah. Know, AP the Angel or whatever, because he always pops up in my Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I've met this guy. That's how I know yeah. you. Okay. I, met him, I met him through a friend of mine. Um, uh, well, two, two friends of mine, uh, Caviar and, and Tree. And um, caviar and tree. I already roasted him about his friend caviar. Caviar is actually his real name, though. Tree is is short for Dimitri, but okay. Caviar with an e. Caviar with an e. Follow him on Instagram. Caviar art. C a v i e. Caviar with an e. Where's the e go on that? A r t. Uh, It replaces the a in caviar. Caviar. There's two a's. The second a. The second a. Oh, okay. So cavi caviar caviar caviar. It's pronounced, pronounced caviar. Caviar, okay. Just right. with an e, but yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just trying okay. to. I'm just trying to figure it out. He'd hate me right now. Uh, I'm not even yeah. gonna say it. No, he that's a cool name. Part, yeah. He's still part of yeah. the No, he's a, really nice. He's an amazing artist. He just had a solo show open. But anyways, um, yes. yeah, met met him, met AP through those two guys, gotcha. and actually cool. AP and I started hanging out more and talking more. Actually, during the pandemic, the first time I actually hung out with him was in like the second first or second week of april like wow, two okay. weeks after the shutdown yeah, yeah we went and shot chinatown nice. and lower east side mm, that'll build a friendship man like yeah, right when yeah. the shit really shut down and like you made that first choice to go yeah. out with that first person like do you remember who was the first person like you like hung out with yeah no i i i you know it's I, I know what you mean i know what you mean i think wasn't that the first super spreader event too he's like, you guys he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys yeah. I haven't hung out with anyone <laughs> yeah. the entire time. No, no, I, I, I've hung out with, yeah, I've hung out with a few people, uh, like yeah. uh, Courtney, who, Courtney McGinnis, who's a, who's a comedian who lives right, who lives in Ridgewood as well. And we ran a show together before all this started. We've hung out as well, but aside from like those three people, yeah, it's been pretty much that. Right? Yeah, it's been pretty yeah. much that, and, and like Joe a little bit, and like you know a, a few other people, but that's it, you know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but now it's starting to open up. It's been opening up now. Yeah, nice. That's our thirty-minute timer. Now we're recording. <laughs> okay, we're yeah, recording we're again. <laughs> Sorry about that little break. We had a little camera issue right there. But anyways, I just asked uh, Tom, you know, like this is the Learning Things podcast and everything we're doing is, well, our theme is basically um, based around, you know, being little kids, being curious in school, which is why we have the, the blackboard and everything yep. like that. So, um, yeah, I was asking you, you know, when you were a kid, what were the essentials that you had to f- to, to pack in your lunch when you went to school or that your your parents packed that you loved or hated right? well it's a it's a nice thought that I actually got to choose my lunch I, I appreciate that but I definitely didn't get I mean I, some people did I never got to I, I always hated my lunch growing up I would always get because my parents are Nicaraguan yeah it was a very like ethnic lunch. yes yeah. it was it was like a and it was and it was always it was also very like out of touch with what everyone here eats of course, you know yeah. oh, shit, so I just yeah. remember always having ham and butter sandwiches uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like who eats Eats this. I've never seen this before, and I, I hated it at the time. I also would get like plantains in my lunch, yeah, and I, ha- I fuck with that. I loved, I love it, but I also couldn't trade that for anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was like, I want, I want the lunchables. Like lunchables. Yeah, I want yeah. some like, lunchables. I want fruit by the foot. I want like the fruit snacks. I don't want, I don't want yeah. plantains. What is this? You know, <laughs> I got, I got lucky with my lunch. Like my mom wasn't too crazy with like, you know, uh, putting like Jamaican shit in there. Yeah, I do remember like. You know, uh, when they would ask, like, what's your favorite food or whatever, I remember one time in, like, middle school, I told everybody that uh, it was oxtail. 
Mm. And they looked at me like I was fucking insane. These uh. fucking white kids were like, what are you talking about? That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It was uh. like pizza, french fries. I'm like, oxtail. Ox- <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm eating it raw. Oxtail you know? pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's my cool. God. That's hilarious. Shout out to my mom, though. She makes great food. Shout out to the mom. I love plantains. Plantains are, plantains are the best. Foods. And look, I could eat 100 I eat, and never I eat, get tired of them. No, I agree with you 100%. I eat beans and rice pretty much every oh, day. So good. Every yeah. day. And yeah. I can do that in Ridgewood where I'm at, which is great. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but uh, but at the time, I was I was definitely not I was yeah. not thrilled about it. I wanted, I wanted to be like everybody else, you know? Having like, the sugary shit. Yeah, Plenty yeah. I wanted the sugary shit. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be a Nicaraguan. I didn't want. I hated it when my parents spoke Spanish to me. Really, in front of the kids, I hated it. I wow. hated. I never. You know, and I now I love that I can speak Spanish. Yeah. But back then, I was just like, Ugh, no, yeah. you know, no. I want to be like you know Chad and Kevin or. Well, whatever. nowadays uh. people celebrate each other's differences a bit more. But it's also an age thing, though, too. Because yeah. when you're younger, when you're in high school and middle school, you want to be like everybody else. It oh, takes. Yeah. That's part I think of growing up and being mature. Yeah. Is actually embracing your differences and not yeah. being ashamed of them and, and kind of presenting them to the world in a, in well, a way. Well, yeah, because you don't, yeah, it's sure. scary to be an individual when you're a kid. Yes. You know, because it seems dangerous. Right. You're leaving yeah. yourself vulnerable. Right. Yeah. It's like, I want to be like everybody else. And you're right, you celebrate it a lot more. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like nowadays things are just a bit more celebrated. Like it's better to, it's slightly cooler to be different. I think there's a lot of bullshit though. Like, People act like uh, kids are a lot more accepting. They're still not. Yeah, like, but you're still shitty. But also, you're talking. We're, we're talking about New York, man. We're in New York that City. Is true. You grew up here in New Jersey. Yes. We are in a bubble. That's not the same everywhere else either. Cause, like, because people talk about liberals all the oh, time. Yeah, this and that. And I'm like, if you go anywhere that's not here, yeah, it's very it's different. Not how you think. Florida, even totally. even Florida, group, where it's very diverse. Group think is massive. Yeah. In, yeah, everywhere outside of like major cities in the United yeah. States. Um, so we got the ham and butter sandwich. It's funny <laughs> that you said that because when I went back to, I stayed with my parents for like two weeks. I surprised them for for Christmas this year. My dad was making butter sandwiches. Just dude. butter. Just, just one. Just, just, just one. Just one slice of bread. <laughs> Put some fucking butter on there. Fold butter. that shit. Eats it. Oh. Eats it. I'm like toasted what? or non toasted. <laughs> Uh, non-toasted. Wow, interesting. Uh, yeah. Non-toasted. If who it was puts toasted? I'd be like, all right, I can ride with. Wait, that. Well, who puts butter on bread that's not toasted? That sounds that's crazy. Well, that's, uh, welcome, welcome, Wisconsin. Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah they love butter. Uh, yeah, you know, right? Well, it's, yeah, it's the putting dairy butter state. on toast. Isn't there a butter festival? It's the dairy Wisconsin, I believe. There might. I, I would not be surprised if there was. My grandma used to watch all those like. She had the Food Network on constantly, mm. so like I know unwrapped like verbatim, <laughs> you know what I mean. But there used to always be those shows about like different festivals and shit throughout America. And I remember there was a fried butter festival in Wisconsin one oh. time. Yeah, fried butter, crazy. I'm not surprised. That's our next sponsor here at Learning Things: the, the <laughs> yeah. fried butter, the annual fried yeah. butter festival. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, so if you had to pack a lunch right now, yes. right now, what would you pack in that lunch? I think it would be uh, beans and rice, um, plantains, and a nice, a nice grilled chicken breast. God damn! A nice, right. thick, so much- no, big, no, no. juicy chicken breast. Hell yeah! Ooh, that yeah. would, that would be my, that would be what I'd eat. Question number two, yeah, for you, school related. Who was your favorite teacher? Like the name of my teacher? If you can remember, or just give us a description of well, maybe like why they were you. Uh, you don't have to remember the t- name. T- it's t- about t- the feeling. Let's do teacher, teacher remember. and subject. Teacher okay, and teacher subject. Sub- yeah, well, I mean, they're two different I things. Like that would be and if the and if they're the same, and if they're the same. I loved history Boom. growing up. I loved history as a subject. I, I've always been interested in history. That that's always kind of come easy to me, mm-hmm. um, as a subject. 
And I, my favorite teacher, I don't know. I, it's a tough one, I guess. I guess in in high school, you, didn't, you never appreciated the people who gave you. Could you I was real. I was a real. I was a real like. I was a little. I was a little shit, man. I was yeah. a real like. I was like a class clown. I was always trying to just like really? one up the teacher. Yeah. I could never. Yeah, I know. I know. I was. Way. I was different, man. I was very unhappy. I think yeah. as as like a high schooler, as an ed, and I would take it out. I got suspended. I would get detention. No way. Yeah, I was bad, and I, I was. I would still get decent grades and stuff, but I was just yeah. a little like. Just Dude, a little brat, you know. What is it about mm-hmm. shit like that? Because one of my one of my best friends in the world, uh, Rabido, Brian Rabido, he's a comedian. I've known him uh, since like the third grade and stuff. And like growing up in like uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, he was like the worst kid, you know. Like, yeah. Teachers hated him because he just always say shit and yeah. always talk back and everything. But now I see him, and he's just like way more reserved. Yeah. Like as a person, you know what I mean? And then actually, he's kind of like a bit more cautious. Like well, yeah, very, way more cautious than I, ever, like you know, am now. But like back then, I was like super quiet. And yeah. It's like, what happened? Well, what you deal, like you grow ones? up. It's like part of growing up. You just deal with some of the issues you have that made you unhappy, or made you want to lash out, or made you want to whatever. You yeah. you slowly like realize like, oh, I'm not the center of the world. You deal with these things and realize, oh, everyone's going through these things or whatever. Yeah. And you eventually grow out of it. That's part of it. Yeah. I but yeah, so. I know. I know. Like when I was back then, like I would have these. I would, have, I would so I was so mean to like my brother, and I was like a very like I was like, I don't know. I was really I was always mouthing off in class. Yeah. Like, you know, I was just really like a little, That's so little, surprising little shit. To me. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. I didn't have. I didn't make many friends with the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. I, you did. You did. You have a decent amount of friends, like in school, though. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, had, I had friends in school. I, I I got along with everybody. Um. But I. I. You know, I don't know. I never. I never felt like I was. I belonged to any one group. You know. I never. I, I don't get know, what you weird. mean. Like. Yeah. I felt like you know an outsider like the yeah. whole time, not just in high school, like from starting school mm. to ending it. I never felt yeah. like I was a part of any of it. Yeah. And I never really understood why i had to be a part of it like honestly i used to you know it's so weird like i passed i graduated high school with like a 2.5 gpa because that's how little work i did brag like, about it why don't you come I, on i kind of will though because you know what? my life's gonna be fucking great like i'm a yeah. smart person but i never bought into school in any way shape or form like uh i never did homework like that's how i kept my gpa at that level because like yeah. the teachers loved me like I would participate, I wanted to have discussions, but I never did homework because I didn't understand it. Because I'm like, I'm home. Why yeah. do I have to work? And they would like pull me to the side, and they'd always try to be like, right. "No, you'd be so great." I never gave gave a fuck about it. Well, the problem I think one of the problems with school is that it doesn't really reward you for following what you actually like. Yeah. I think if you look back on, if I look back on school, I'm like, damn, what an opportunity that I missed because it's really exposing yeah. you to all this knowledge, exposing you to all these yeah. different disciplines there and stuff. Is. But the way it's implemented, the way it's kind of carried out, I think, and it, which it has to be, I guess, is a little bit obsolete in yes. that you're not really maximizing people's potential. Not at all. Because you're you're forcing them to learn, they're forcing them to learn, this, forcing them to, and then if they're just not a, a, a math person and they really love oh, yeah. this thing, you you that's, that's still only a fraction of what they're learning, what you're encouraging them to learn. Right. That well, person could be the next, you know, Nobel Prize winner if you just saw that their science was that yeah. important to them and just let them focus on that, you know, right, right, and right. let them do the other stuff or whatever, but not be such a, not be so militant about it. I don't know. Well, I have, yeah. a, I have a friend named uh, Avinash and he grew up, uh, I believe in London. Uh, he's from England, but I believe he grew up in London and stuff. And he was telling me about school out there and the way they do it is like once you get to high school, I think maybe even in your like sophomore year or like 
you know, when you're starting yeah, right, your right, junior right. year. Yeah, right, right, right. You start to pick your route. They literally, like, yeah. yeah, you really get to, like, choose your route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can, like, completely yeah. go from, yeah. like, one category right. of thing. Yeah. And, uh, that should definitely be what high school is like. And yeah. I find, well, here's the thing. That's what I said. But then with him, he actually was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yes. Because... I felt like I made a choice right. and put everything in one basket. Right. And also too, I think and what that, if you don't know? Yes. And I agree. I agree with him too, in the sense that it's asking you very early on. Yes. To decide. And that's what he was Cause saying. It, think about it. Think about it, if you go to college and you're deciding your major, I was a business major, yeah. man. I hated it, but I picked it because I didn't know. Like I got lucky. I knew what yeah. I wanted to do since I was like a small kid. Like, I, so I wish I would have done it and had the courage to do it, but there's so many people who don't know what the fuck they want. Yeah, to do. and you don't. You know, do you ever really know? I think the whole idea is to create an environment where you're free to explore, yeah. where you're rewarded for asking questions, where you're rewarded for kind of like really, you know, committing yourself to these exploration, these questions, and whatever. And it just makes it a little. It's a little different. It would have to be a little different, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to change the education system on this podcast, but I guess no. Let's change it right, right now. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like Mr. it's just Biden. Yeah, exactly. Was a place. Get your shit yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I it, it is like a. It's a weird. You know, it's a weird thing. I guess it's hard to. You know, it's hard to pull kids in and make them motivated about stuff if they don't like anything that you're putting in front of them. So, and but that doesn't yeah. make the kid wrong or bad or whatever. Right. It just push. It yeah. just I don't know. Alienates them a little bit. What about you? Have you ever thought about? Uh, Having kids? Do you want? Do you want kids? I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah. Like my brother and sister aren't aren't like uh aren't totally like into the idea, and I, I don't know. I guess I've never really. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that okay. for a while. I'm like. I don't, I don't know, know if you were just going to pull like you're like because now you're the proud new father of every one of our yeah every one of our podcast guests yeah. gets a new child. <laughs> We've got the results right. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you are the father, right? <laughs> Sponsored by Alpha Brain, you're right? But no, no, I I don't know, man. I'm not sure yet. I've never really thought about it. I guess yeah. I never really I never really gave it serious thought. I mean, I I could see the. I mean, it sounds so terrible. I could see the appeal, but yeah. I don't. I don't know if like uh, maybe not at this point in my life. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you'd be a fun dad. Cool I think I'd be dad. a good dad too. Would, I think I'd be a good dad. You'd be like a good. Yeah. You have like a great. Like, I think I'd be a good dad. <laughs> uh, you have a great head on your shoulders, but then you have a little bit of an edge to you where I'm like, I could see <laughs> like when you get angry, a kid would be like, you know, he's a little scary. <laughs> that's what you need though you sure. need that you need the nurturing you need the kindness yeah. you need the education but you need a little bit of like motherfucker yeah know? sure you know? yeah, just yeah. to keep him in line for no second. for sure i you think that, that yeah i think so too I, I don't know though i guess i guess where i'm at in my life right now uh you know it's not exactly conducive to that but oh, when, yeah. when, when is it ever i guess you I'm know not saying, so, i'm not but, even saying now yeah. just like theoretically yeah. so know? back off bill yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know okay yeah, yeah. see who says men don't talk about their feelings <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the portion of learning things where we all break down and cry at some yeah, point. Yeah, dude, let's all hold hands. Yeah, we're all just like, get a good cry out. Yeah, dude. We don't know what we want. We just mess. We're all a mess. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I got two more questions for okay, you. Cool. One of them is a double. All right. Double barrel question. What was your favorite thing to do at recess? And, uh, oh. and second question. What was the most embarrassing slash proud moment? Or most memorable moment at uh, at recess that you have at recess, huh? Yeah. Do you have any stories from recess? Very recess specific. Yeah, it's recess specific. It is. Okay. It is. It is. Well, my favorite. I'm, thing. I'm hitting all aspects we lo- we of love school. The show recess. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> uh, what, what show recess? That show. There's a show called oh, okay. recess. Um. Yeah. I used to. I, Tom, you're 25. You should know this. <laughs> that's true. I am 25. <laughs> that's true. I am 25. Uh. <laughs> 
My favorite thing at recess was, uh, it depends, I guess, what age. I don't know. That's a tough question. Like, the most favorite thing out of all the things that I ever did? Well, recess was only through eighth grade, right? Yeah, but, like, you're doing different things at eighth grade than you were at first grade. I want to know the fucking yeah. top. You want to know my recess like history. Cards. Eighth grade <laughs> recess, you never know. You know, you yeah. be smoking weed eighth grade yeah. recess. <laughs> you be yeah. getting blown eighth grade recess. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was running. I was in the inner city. I was running a. I was running a gambling operation in yeah, eighth grade. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I was running a crack house in eighth grade. <laughs> no, I. Uh, in, I guess I loved in middle school. I loved playing basketball. I played a lot of basketball growing up. When I was in yeah. high school, I played. I, I quit my junior year because I was like just a little a, a brat, and I was I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't disciplined. But I was pretty good. I was pretty yeah. good, and I I was always uh you know, but I loved basketball. I loved. Uh, we also played. Uh, I guess I remember we used to play uh, a lot of soccer when I was younger too. Okay. Uh, when I was younger, way younger. And uh, there was a very unpolitically correct game we used to play. You guys yeah. were, no, there was a game. Do you guys remember the game Smear the Queer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, Maybe that yeah. it was like that's very yeah, unpolitical. But I guess queer in the sense that it's a strange person out, not not gay. It's like you, you the person who's holding the ball yeah. gets tackled, the, and you just tackle them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. you just go around just knocking the hell out of each other. Okay. That was like our third grade that's around that time. Like Red Rover, right? Is that Red Rover is when you send someone over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you Notice go. the alliteration. <laughs> Notice the alliteration, Phil. That's not accidental. This is why we have Tom here yeah. for the hard questions. You know? Yeah, Red Rover is when you when you that's when you grab hands with the person next to you, you make like a line, and yeah, then you're like Red Rover, Red Rover, right. said Phil that's over, right. and you'd run and you'd have to break through the the, the yeah, chain of people. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that was Red Rover. We okay. played that too, though. Yeah. But yeah, soccer, basketball. Uh, and yeah, I guess smear the queer. Smear the queer. Like, varsity smear the queer. Varsity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a full. I got a full ride to Dartmouth on a on a smear, smear the, the queer. queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you worked hard for that guy. I did. I did. I put a lot of training. I had my coach Made come in every morning. Proud, he came. My coach came every morning. I had a nutritionist. Yeah, I had a lot. <laughs> Physical therapy. Yeah, I had a lot of yeah. I had, a, I had the real bad Achilles injury yeah, yeah, that yeah. one year, but I I, <laughs> I, bounced, I bounced back. Junior year, I mean, it was tough, man. Yeah, yeah. You really worked hard in the gym yeah, thank every you. day that thank summer, you. man. Thank you. Came back. And yeah. You fucking smeared that queer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. I love that. But yeah, that I was it for that. recess. I think for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Great. Uh, do you I'm have one last question? No, that that's it. That's it. All right. Well, Tom, I feel like we've learned a lot you guys have learned a lot i've learned a lot i've learned yeah, a lot man. i've learned to invest in nfts invest in nfts <laughs> i've learned that uh pluto the pluto service you're talking about yes is something i should uh, invest in i've learned that uh you have been on the show's billions <laughs> and uh joe para talks joe with para. you uh you know uh i've learned that you are 25 25 years old uh i've learned that you do not want children yeah. Uh, so let every woman know that. All right. <laughs> stern about that decision. Uh, and I learned that you're Lies. a great fucking dude. And I fucking Thanks. love you to death. Yep. And I love doing shit with Thanks, you. Thanks, man. For sure. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming. Thank you for coming. And thank you to our audience, man. Yes. Yeah, our thank audience. you for Peter, my roommate. Being the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's been Learning Things with Kyle and Phil. I'm Phil. I'm Kyle. I'm and Tom, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you later. Later, y'all. Peace, guys. Peace. See you later. All right.